2, The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. On today's episode, we will be discussing simplify and streamline. Modern life is insanely complicated, and for us hunter types, it can be extremely overwhelming. So what are some actions we can take to reduce the friction and make things easier on ourselves so that we can move through the day and have the least amount of little teeny decisions we need to make so that we're not stuck in a little spin on should I do this or should I do that or should I move this way or should I move that way? So much of that causes stress and overwhelm and then we go into distraction. That tends to be the pattern. So that's the theme for today. Stay tuned for that. Uh, a couple notes. Um, we haven't done a book sale in forever. So um, uh, for the next month, for November, uh, all of November, 15% off the Drummer in the Great Mountain book. Uh, so if you are wanting to give this book to someone for Christmas, um, order early because um, it sounds like shipping may be an issue this season for everybody. So my suggestion would be order as soon as you can. Uh, we will post on the website if we get a notification from our publisher that says it won't be there by Christmas. So you'll know before you order. So check that out. You can go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com to order that. Also, at the end of this episode, you will hear a new voice uh, doing the outro. That is the voice of the amazingly talented voiceover artist from England, Lauren Regan. And uh, she's joined us in multiple groups and workshops, and I reached out to ask her to do our outro. So if you're interested in learning more about Lauren Regan, you can check her out at laurenregan.net. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-R-E-G-A-N.net. And I'll leave the link in the description as well. Okay, so for the theme of Simplify and Streamline, uh, I was looking for a poem. I thought it would be good to start this episode with a poem, and I came across this one by uh, one of my favorite haiku poets, Kobayashi Issa, and it goes like this. On a branch, 
floating down river, a cricket singing. I like the visual of this one. On a branch, floating down river, a cricket singing. And I, and I like that it's a cricket singing and not a cricket panicking. <laughs> and I think this is sort of, this is what we want to get to. It's like we're all floating into the unknown. We don't know exactly how each day is going to go, but we can either sing or panic. And uh, this episode's all about how do we sing more and panic less. Um, so let's explore the challenges first off. Um, so what are we talking about here? So much of the challenges that we face as hunter types stem from living in a hyper-complicated world. So no longer is survival a direct experience. So you don't have to go out and build your shelter, hunt and forage for food. That's no longer how we exist and live. So everything is now extremely abstract. So as we've moved from the industrial age to the technological age, complexity of life has increased dramatically, both so socially and our day-to-day. -day. So socially in terms of just being able to access basically anyone in the world instantaneously anytime you want. Um, but also our day-to-day -day life is extremely complicated and is depending on your work there's probably paperwork and all these like crazy mundane tasks to that aren't directly related to survival if you think about it so uh, this is one why I like the hunter farmer theory because it links us in with this deeper way that every single human being lived at one point uh, and two is there's really no one. So if you think about a hunter gatherer society, there's usually a tribe. There's usually like elders and there's some kind of uh, fabric of social connection that has gone on for generation to generation. There's people in the tribe looking out for the benefit of the members of the tribe through time, not just for this generation, but looking forward to multiple generations. So there's no one doing that now. In modern society, it's just systems built on systems built on systems, and life has become extremely overwhelming, uh, even for the most practical-minded among us, for the, even for farmer types. People are just, it's, it's a lot to just manage the day-to-day -day life. And then couple that with just the dramatic increase in stimuli in terms of smartphones, the internet, it's no wonder that us hunter types struggle. It's just, it's the cards are stacked against us. So what we're going to talk about today is how do we use simplifying and streamlining as two key survival skills we need to really thrive in the world? So to begin with, I think we need to, to recognize that us hunter types have a tendency to complexify things. We have a tendency to use our creativity where it may not be necessary. And that means in our time management systems, maybe, or each time you uh, tackle a specific task, you may want to try it differently a little bit next time. Um, and this may not be serving you. So as we talk about streamlining and simplification, be aware that that is a tendency many of us have. I know I have it. I have to brain that in constantly. It's like, okay, does it really need to be this complicated? Do I, can I simplify this one particular task? Uh, and maybe it won't be as stimulating, but I'm going to get it done like 10 times quicker. So identify and be aware of that. But now ask yourself, what parts of your life are causing you stress and overwhelm? 
and then ask yourself, how can you streamline this part of your life? How can you simplify this part of your life? How can you simplify that thing that's causing you stress and overwhelm? So a while back, we did a podcast on containerizing. And I think this is a really good place to start. If we don't have any containers to work from, then everything all floods together. So as you're thinking about simplifying and streamlining, uh, I'm going to remind you of the categories that I mentioned in the life visioning chapter of Drummer in the Great Mountain. These are the same categories I use with all my coaching clients and in the workshops that we teach. So those categories are health, work, relationships, finances, home, possessions, creativity and play, that's one, spirituality and mindfulness, that's another, and travel service. Those are all the categories that I like to work with. Health, work, relationships, finances, home, possessions, creativity, play, spirituality, mindfulness, travel, service. Those I like those categories because you can pretty much put everything into one of those categories. Sometimes there's bleed over, so one will, will carry over from one to another, like mindfulness and health tend to go together. So I'm going to run through a few of these categories and give you some examples of how you can potentially simplify and streamline. So let's start with home. So the first order of business is to remember that external clutter creates internal clutter. If you're feeling fuzzy and confused and, and just not clear, especially when you sit down to work, if you work from home, then decluttering is essential. So one thing, one action could be you declutter your home office. So uh, in terms of a strategy to do that, uh, I may have mentioned this before, but a really great way to do it is just to find a staging area and clear everything out. So you just, within 20 minutes, it's miraculously, you have a clean office again. And then you slowly, one by one, take each item back into the office, set it up on your desk, do what you need to do. But then before you do that, assess, do I need this particular item? If it's yes, then ask yourself, what is the best location based on how you're going to use it? And if the answer is no, it's either storage, giveaway, throw away. So just going through that process of just clearing everything out, and this works for entire rooms, you just clear everything out as, you know, as best you can. You have to clear out all the furniture and everything, but just clear out all the clutter, move it to a staging area outside the room, and then slowly bring it back in again. For hunter types, I have found that is the most effective way to go. If you're feeling overwhelmed by that, call in support if you can. If you've got a, uh, roommates in the form of uh, children or uh, your, your significant other, see if you can call in some support. I've had multiple um, wins with clients that just called in their, their children to help them clear out the garage or um, basically call in support, have a game plan. But if it's the home office, it might be something you can do in an afternoon. Moving on to the category of health, there's many ways you can streamline this part of your life. A uh, couple to mention here is meal planning. So a really good strategy that I recommend to my clients, especially if uh, you have a significant other, is to meet with them on Sunday mornings to plan the meals for the week. Uh, and that can be just, just that accountability and also forward thinking can be really helpful. That way Sunday evening you can do your shopping and perhaps also do some food prep for the week. So a couple of your, your meals can be already laid out, if not 
all of the main meals for the week. So just assessing it and going, okay, usually this thing, meal planning, uh, I'm usually reacting to food or I'm eating because I don't plan, I eat poorly. Then having meal planning front and center uh, is a great way to streamline that. You also may try a meal service so you can get some deliveries during the week of some healthy food so that you don't have to think about it. If you can afford it, that might be a, a useful option. Um, in terms of supplements, uh, subscriptions can be really helpful. So you might be able to subscribe um, through multiple services, including Amazon. You can subscribe and say, okay, I want this every once a month or um, once every two months delivered to me because uh, you know you'll be taking X amount per day. And so if it's like protein powder, uh, ordering it once a month or every 15 days could be really helpful. That way you're not thinking about it. And then you have to go react and go, okay, well, maybe I need to go get that because I'm out and now I'm just going to eat something else and then what I'm going to eat. So if you have it planned out uh, and it's coming regularly, one is it keeps you on it so that you know you're going to be taking or using your supplements or your protein powders. Uh, also, um, it's just one less thing you have to think about. Moving on to finances, uh, the classic one is just setting up auto bill for any uh, bills that you have to pay manually. Many of us, I think, do this now, but if you, if you still have bills that are hanging out that you have to pay manually, see if you can set those up for auto bills so that you don't run late on paying them. Um, figure out a way to make that so you're just not thinking about it. Uh, more importantly, though, I think the, the thing that really helps um, as hunter types, especially if you have your own business, uh, but e even if it's not that, even if it's just bill pay and just looking over your finances, hiring a bookkeeper or financial advisor or base in just or a friend <laughs> to meet with once a month at a specific day to go through your finances. Um, if you work for yourself, then that's, and we'll talk about another example in a second, that could be just going through and doing invoicing, paying bills and prepping things so that at the end of the year, when you do your taxes, all that's been handled. So, um, I work with lots of creatives and a lot of people that own their own businesses. And this one thing is almost always on the list. So if you can once a month do finances with another person, that's the streamlined suggestion. So again, this is not a, a comprehensive list. This is just to get your brain thinking about how do I streamline things in my life? This is really a co-creative uh, episode because I want to just kind of get you thinking about it so that you can then sit down and do this for yourself in these different, because everyone's different. So some of this may not apply, but it just gives you a little boost to say, okay, how do I streamline this part of my life, especially if it's causing you stress? Um, so moving on to work, there's so many ways to streamline uh, items for work, especially the mundane tasks or even creative tasks that um, may take up a lot of extra time. And because you're making them overly complicated, they become a burden to you instead of something you really enjoy doing. Um, so first suggestion is create templates for items you do over and over again. Templating. I'm a huge, huge fan of templating, and I, I don't know how I would um, do anything without thinking about templating. Uh, the way I approach templating is I look at it, okay, if I'm going to do this act regularly, how do I minimize the steps and have as much of the, the guardrails put in so that I have, I have the least amount to think about in terms of process, so I can use 
um, again, my creativity or whatever needs to happen in that moment to simplify it. So I'll give you a couple examples of how I use templating. Um, one with my coaching practice, um, I, when I, before each call, um, actually when I bring on a new client, I have two files and that's it. So each client gets two files. One is goals. The other is notes. Uh, the only reason why I split those two up is so I can be looking at the notes section while I'm reviewing their goals. Uh, otherwise they'd all be in one document, but I found that I needed two because I'll be reviewing the, the goals and then making notes simultaneously and I'd have to scroll up and down to go through it. So two, two files, goals and notes, and the notes uh, file just is a long continuous file. It's one file that goes for, goes on forever. And I basically next, when I start a new call with the client, I scroll down to the bottom of the, the file, put in the date, and then I write these categories. Goals, wins, challenges, review, brainstorming, scheduling. So if you have the German the Great Mountain book, you know that in the uh, the creating support chapter, I use those categories when I go through my coaching process. So, and I literally just spend maybe a minute just typing those out. And actually, for some reason, I really like typing them out. I could probably just co have a copy and paste function for it, but I actually enjoy writing them out. It kind of just gets my head in the right space for the call. And then I fill those sections in. Those are the headings, and I fill those in as I go through the call. And I'm taking notes as I go through the call so that at the end of the call, I have the notes ready to go so I can just copy and paste them into an email and send them. That's my process. So there's very little friction when I'm doing coaching. I don't, I'm never worried about prepping for a coaching call. Uh, or sending notes after. It's, it's very streamlined, but it's because I've disciplined myself to continually use that system and not overcomplicate it. Because I found over time, because all the creativity comes in the session, in working with the person, in talking to them, and I want to think as little about process as possible. So that's my coaching template. For the podcast, same thing. When I record a podcast, I have a main template file that's got the intro and outro and all the settings set up. I've only done it once, and then I can just keep going back to it. If I had to continually recreate that every single time, I probably wouldn't do it. It's just too much work. Um, another example that uh, kind of relates to what we talked about with finances. So this came up last week in one of my coaching sessions. So I work with a lot of people that work for themselves. They're creatives. They have their own business. Uh, and so this client um, had an issue where they were um, not getting their billing done, their invoicing of their clients. And um, it was complicated because there's lots of pieces that need to be pulled together to see how many hours were accrued. And um, so what we came to uh, was uh, the solution was to to meet with their assistant. They have an assistant that comes in once a week. Once a month, they schedule uh, an hour with that assistant to go through all the billing together so that there's another person that they can sit with and go, okay, I need to pull this in. And, and they can become, the other person can become familiar with how billing happens. So maybe you can eventually delegate to that person. Um, but what we found was in the process of talking that through, there's this gray area situation that is emotionally charged. And this is really common for us hunter types. And this is why we don't often create a template. Um, so the gray area situation is there's times when they wanted to bill a client, but then the client was waiting on them for something. And so it would feel awkward to send them a bill and it would open up another can of worms to like process that. 
Uh, and so they decide just not to do it or they get they postpone it. And so what we decided to do is just to take that gray area situation and put it into the system and say, okay, well, if this particular scenario happens where, you know, basically you prep all the invoices for every single client. But if there's a client that you need to get back to, that there's like, maybe I, I've got to do one or two things before I feel comfortable invoicing them, then fine. So we, you know, the invoices are prepped. And then delegating that to the assistant to say, to check back in the following week and say, did this person, did this get handled so that I can invoice? So no lot. So that becomes delegated to another person. They handle it. And then they're the one that's going to actually invoice the client. So that handled that situation. And there's many times when you're creating templates where a situation like this may arise. And the best way to handle it is to face it head on and say this particular scenario, let's include this into the plan. Also with work, there may be a way you can simplify communication and make some requests. So there are so many ways people can communicate with you, especially if you run a business. Um, and not everyone, one of you do, but it, even within your teams and the people you work with um, at your business, there's, there's email, there's text, there's social media communications, especially if you have your own business. Finding ways to sleep, streamline and make requests so that you don't have to deal with all those layers of communication. Uh, if you run your own business, you could just say, I'm not allowing my customers to text me. They have to either use email or they got to call me. Again, this kind of goes back to no one intended, no one sat down and said, okay, this is good for our mental health to have all these forms of communication. No one's assessing that. We're all just thrown into the mix and dealing with it. So set boundaries for yourself. So for us, um, one of the things that we just did was with social media, sometimes I'll get, I'll get emails from people Then there's social media communications. Um, there's phone calls and I'm just, I rarely check social media, uh, like Facebook messages. Um, so we just put an autoresponder in that from now on, uh, we don't respond to this, please email us. Moving on to relationships, that's not just your significant other, that's your friends, family. It's basically everyone you're connected with. Um, couple suggestions. I think as we get older, <laughs> it becomes harder to hang out with friends because life happens. And if you've got family, that's taking up a, a good chunk of time. But then you, you neglect hanging out and talking with friends. Um, I think one, of the, one solution that did occur during, um, during COVID was people getting together on Zoom. And what could happen as a streamlining situation is you may have friends that all know each other and you may agree to get, all get together on Zoom once a month so that you're not the, if you don't have time to call each one individually, you guys can at least all get together at the same time. That's a one way of streamlining it so you guys can connect uh, instead of just completely being out of connection for long periods of time. Um, in terms of simplification, possibly avoiding people, coworkers that bring you down <laughs> and maybe limit your exposure to them. Recognize that like, okay, you know, this guy always ticks me off. Um, I'm just going to make sure that I'm not going to, I'm going to gauge as little as possible with that person or be mindful what you share with that person. Uh, oftentimes, and I know I ha I've had this issue in the past where I I'm looking for approval or I'm, I'm assuming, well, I want to be a nice person. And, but at the end of the, the interaction, I'm just like, oh, 
that just just like my whole day just feels like it just got rained on. So simplify your relationships. Identify those people that really lift you up. Spend more time with them. Prioritize them. Limit the amount of time and energy you put into relationships that really are toxic or really bring you down. Simplify. Set your boundaries. And I'll give one more suggestion that's kind of, I would say this is in the health category. Um, If you can, with your smartphone, turn off as many app notifications as you possibly can. Uh, Our phones just are this time suck that just completely distracts us throughout the day. And I think many of us folk who are hunter types tend to love our apps. But what I've personally experienced is they end up taking lots and lots of our energy. Some of them don't work the way we want them to work. So limit the amount of app notifications. Um, I even with my uh, texting, uh, I, I will turn off texting notifications during the day if I'm at home. If there's no one I'm, I'm concerned about sending me a text, if there was like, if I was out and doing stuff, I'd turn them on. But if I'm at home, I just turn them off because otherwise I'm just, that thing beeps and then like, okay, I got to respond to that. I need to check that. And I find that it does not help me uh, feel good about myself <laughs> or my communication with that person. Sometimes if I'm focused on something and that something random comes through, this is difficult when you have children. So I really empathize with that and look at areas of your life where you can, you know, simplify and maybe turn off, especially with the phone, turn off those notifications so that you can stay focused for longer periods of time without distraction. So your task for this week, if you choose to accept it, is focus on simplification and streamlining and ask yourself what areas of your life need to be simplified and streamlined. Make a list. Go through and just think about, start with maybe what are the things that are most overwhelming me? Or just go through each category, health, work, relationships, go through those categories and write out a list of things that you know that you could simplify and streamline. Now, that list may be overwhelming. So then the key piece to this process is at the end of the list, take a look and maybe circle one or two of those items and say, I will work on those this week instead of trying to take it all on. Pick one or two and focus on those this week. So that's the the action item for this week is uh, identify those areas that need to be simplified and streamlined, make a list, and take at least one action. And that's it. So until next time, be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer and the Great Mountain, visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com.